Thank you everyone for coming. Good morning. Happy Sunday. How is everyone doing? If everyone was here for last week with Pastor Art, that was a blessing. You can watch that on Facebook. I encourage you to do so. It doesn't get more stable than Pastor Art ever come. So please do that. You will be rooted and grounded in faith through watching his message. Amen. Oh, where do I begin? Let's pray, shall we? Yes. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you where two or three are gathered. You're in our midst. I ask for a fresh word in season. Let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside care, distraction, or force of any kind. Satan, I have great pleasure in binding you off of these people's lives in Jesus' name. We claim our healing from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. I say no weapon formed against them shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against them in judgment they shall cast down and condemn. You lying serpent, you. So get under their feet in Jesus' precious name. We take authority over you this morning. Any lack, any sickness, any illness of any kind, any work of the devil that comes to seal, kill, and destroy the fullness of life that Jesus died to give them, we bind you and cast you aside now in the precious name and almighty name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Praise God forever. Well, happy Sunday, everyone. I have two messages here, one on the message of faith, <laughs> and then another message um, on growth and development, and I've been instructed to stick with my original message on growth and development today. i got a lot of scriptures. Are you ready for a lot of word? Yeah. It's only the word of God that can feed you, sustain you, and thrive you. Amen. Grow you. Uh, it's the word of the living God that reborn you. You had to receive the word on faith to actually get born again, right? You heard the gospel. Hey, Jesus is Lord. I receive him. That settles it. You believed in your heart. You confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you were saved that day. That was your born on date. Amen. And the same works for prosperity and healing too. That's the full gospel truth. You're not only going to heaven, but you got heaven on earth. That's the good news. Jesus died to give you heaven on earth. He said, pray this to his disciples. His disciplined one, that word disciple means. He said, the Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, <laughs> just as it is in heaven. There's no sickness up there. There's no death up there. There's no fear up there. There's no doubt or unbelief up there. There's no poverty or lack of any kind. The streets are made of gold. They're not even paved with gold. They're made of gold. Amen. So that's a great prayer to pray still on earth and add the name of Jesus to that. Thy kingdom come to earth. Prophets on the earth, saint sent ones are called to call the kingdom of God to earth. We've updated our mission statement for this year. Our new nation's mission statement of this ministry is empowering others to bring the kingdom of God to earth. Empowering others to bring the kingdom of God to earth. And I think Cher did a great job of prophesying that just now. Amen. We are called. I'm glad we're a flat car. How about you? Amen. We got no walls. We got no ceiling. We, literally, we did not used to have a ceiling. <laughs> this was a box. This was a flat car. Amen. And all are welcome here. I knew we had an international ministry, man. We we had, there's people all over listening to us. Amen. It's international. Praise God through that little device right there. Amen. And um, Jesus represents everyone. Amen. And we're called to represent Him. Praise God. He became all things to all men. He's the Savior of the world. Amen. Paul said that I become all things to all men. Hi, Samuel. Wow, you're really taking it in. Glory. He's just staring at me. You know, children are the only human that can actually stare you in the eye and poop at the same time. I see you. That's boldness, right? That's bold, right? Praise God. You didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> Praise God for it. Let's go to our Bibles. Back to the Word. First Peter 2, if you will. First Peter. Peter was married. Peter had a home. Peter's mother-in-law lived with him. He was a family man, Peter. <laughs> he was also one of the top disciples. And Jesus spoke to him one day and said, Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> But he gave us this too. So you got to receive rebuke. That's my point here. Don't get offended by rebuke or chastisement or correction. That's just the Lord trying to keep you on path. That's why he sent me here. Amen. You know, to keep you on the straight and narrow path, which is Jesus, which is the word of God. Amen. This word has blessed me so much. When I received the word of faith, this is the word of faith which we preach, Paul said. It changed my life forever. If you're hungry for God, God will always fill you. Stay thirsty. Stay hungry. Get filled fresh every morning. 
today is a new day. Like Pastor Art said, you've never been in this Sunday before. You may have woken up on a Sunday before, but you've never been in this Sunday. Expect your miracle today. Amen? Expect breakthrough today. God will always meet you at your level of faith. He'll always meet you at your level of faith. He's the one that said, Jesus, be it done unto you according to your faith. And the moment you got born again, the Bible says, God gave you his measure of faith. The is the correct translation. The measure of faith. Everyone got the same measure when they were born again. Some use it, some bury it, just like the talents. That's faith. Some grow it, some exercise it, some don't. But everyone got dealt the same measure of faith the moment they received Jesus. And it's our faith that overcomes the world. We walk by faith, not by sight. The just shall live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Jesus taught on faith more than any other subject. I'm in good company. Jesus is interested in your faith. He said in Revelation, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. When the Son of Man comes again, not sorry, that's Luke 18:8. He said that in. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And then the Bible is very clear that some Christians will depart from the faith. The faith, giving heed to deducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And they'll leave. That's prophesied. That has to come to pass. So don't be offended when that happens. Amen. I love men. I love women. I love people. I wish the whole world would hear this message. But some won't. And some disregard it. Some cast it off. And then some it'll be planted into and they'll grow up good seed, good harvest, some 30, 60, and 100 fold. And produce good fruit in their lives. Because the word of God works. Amen. Men fail, but the word is always working. Men quit, but the word always works. Put your faith in the word of God. Paul said, this is the message. This is the word of faith, which we, say we, we preach. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 10, 8 says, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. This is the word of faith, which we preach. So it's got to be in your mouth and in your heart to work effectively. You plant it in your heart, it comes out your mouth, that's when circumstances change in your behalf. Once you have that boldness, he's still staring at me. <laughs> that bold, I love you. Amen. You little cabbage patch. Bless you. <laughs> that's when it works. Amen. Romans 10, 17, Paul wrote a lot on faith. Preached faith, gave us two-thirds of the New Testament. So then faith comes. Say faith comes. Faith will come in the service. Faith will come through hearing the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You will leave this place with more faith than when you walk in. Amen. You will leave better because it's this faith that overcomes the world. So always attend to the word. Always attend to your faith. Use it. Amen. It's in you now. Amen. And it's in you mightily. We walk by faith, not by sight. Hebrews 11:16 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him. And then the words of Jesus, Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible to those who believe. Amen. That's my quick sermonette on faith. I got through those pretty quick. Amen. She said give both sermons, so they, they worked. Amen. All right. We're teaching on growth and development today, so go with me first to 1 Peter 2.2, 2, if you will. Praise God. Isn't God so good? God is so rich. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us the word of the living God, for writing it through men of old. Thank you. Thank you for their obedience as well. Say, I'm willing and obedient. And eat the good of the land. Amen. First Peter chapter 2, and we'll start in verse 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, just lay that aside. Just lay it down. All deceit, that's lies hypocrisy, turn off season, and it says, lay that aside, envy, and all evil speaking, all evil speaking, just lay it down. Don't even attend to it, lay it aside. Amen? Praise God forever. As newborn babes, we all had a born on date, desire the pure milk of the word. It's just such a living example with him drinking milk right here in the front row. He's eating the word and he's taking in milk. If you can see the way he's staring at me, it is kind of intimidating. He's literally pulling the word out of me. <laughs> Praise God, he's in the front row. The splash zone. Amen. Bless you. You're blessed. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word. That's the word of the living God. That you may grow. 
can't grow without the Word. The Word is a seed that gets planted in you if you attend to it. That you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Have anyone tasted that the Lord is gracious? He said, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood. Have you tasted him? He's good. He's good all the time. Amen. You eat him by eating his word. Amen. You take him in afresh by taking in his word afresh each day. He is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. That's what he's saying. I am the word. Eat of me. I'll give you life. I'm the living word. Meditate on the word. Get it in your heart. Let it come out your mouth and live just like me. I'm the word of the living God. Amen. Aren't you glad the word became flesh and showed us how to live it? He's our sample son. We follow him in everything. He's so perfect. We're complete in him. The maker of heaven and earth. I'm not complete in myself. Has anyone noticed you're not complete in you? I'm missing Everyone will always be missing something until they receive the completer, the fullness who fills all in all himself, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You have, if you feel broken, if you don't know if you're a man or a woman, you need Jesus. And then while, while you're waiting on that, just check your equipment. That'll tell you who you are. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Right? <laughs> Jesus is the fullness that fills all in all. He'll show you who you are. You don't have to be broken. You don't have to have a missing part. He's the fullness that fills all in all. He's the completer. I take great privilege and honor and respect and just knowing and joy in that I am complete in Him. The head of all principality and power. God created Lucifer, who was in charge of the worship in heaven. That's why when Jesus died, he said he cleansed the instruments in heaven too. Every instrument Satan played had to be washed in the blood to be holy again, just like you and me. Every instrument, every member has to be washed in the blood to be holy again. Amen? He's our holiness. We can't be righteous or holy without the blood. But praise God for the blood that made us permanently righteous, permanently holy. You know, men, when the devil tempts you with sexual perversion, sexual sins, temptations, Oh, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I am holy as He is holy. I am now His holiness. I won't be tainted. I don't allow it in. Get! Amen? you got to rebuke that perverse, unclean spirit. Especially when that new administration came into government. Who brought it with them. you got to rebuke that Jezebel spirit. But that's okay. Elisha killed her in the Old Testament. I don't mind killing her again. Amen? Good. Amen? The prophets were always tempted by Jezebel. Spirit of seduction. Spirit of lust. A soothsaying spirit. The spirit of divination. Remember that little girl that followed Paul? He speaks the truth. He speaks the truth, but it annoyed him. She was saying truth, but it wasn't done in the right spirit. See, the devil knows truth. And the devil will twist the truth and give it to you. Half-truths. Just like he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. He gave the word the word. <laughs> and tried to trick him with the word. See, Paul says you have to rightly divide the word of truth. Study to show yourself approved to God. Amen? A workman who rightly divides the word of truth. So you have to work this word. It's not just enough for the Word to work you. You have to work it. You're what? Jesus was the Word. Amen? Praise God. Where did I leave off? <laughs> you know, you go on these rabbit trails, you got to be careful to get back home. <laughs> Let's go right back to the Word. Amen? <laughs> First Peter 2.2 2. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, as we all have, to silence your cell phones and your boom boxes and automobile. That wasn't me this time. <laughs> it wasn't Jan. You're off the hook. Thanks, Jan. <laughs> Coming to him as to a living stone. He's a living stone. He's the foundation of our faith. Rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, as living stones, foundations, and pillars of faith, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God 
through Jesus Christ. Therefore it is also contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion the church a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. He who believes on Jesus will by no means be put to shame. Get that in your heart. I'm a believer. I will never be put to shame. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Every tongue that tries to judge and condemn me will not prevail. I cast it down. I know who I am. Do you know who you are? You have to know who you are to survive and thrive. The thief is after your identity in Christ. Do you know who you are in Him? Because once you know who you are, you cannot be shaken from your identity. I know who I am. I know I'm a man. I don't struggle with being a woman. I know who I am. This spiritual mirror shows me who I am every day. It tells me who you are. If you want to know the real you, get in the Word of the living God. It will show you who you really are. Only the Word can show you who you are. Jesus shows us who we are. We're made in the same exact image and likeness. He's perfection himself. He's so tender. He's so compassionate. He loves you. He died to love you. Amen. Praise God forever. Go with me to Ephesians 4 now. The book of Ephesians. What did Pastor Art say last week? Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. What was that acronym he gave? Yeah, Electric Power Company, something like that. GE Power Company, right? GEPC? Yeah. General Electric Power Company. That's how he learned the scripture right there. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. I'll start G-E-P-C. Just to piece it together. (laughs) Don't want anyone missing. Okay, so Ephesians. Did everyone find Ephesians yet? We went through the book of Ephesians. It's our quintessential book on our authority, written by Paul the Apostle. I follow Paul. He gave us two-thirds of the New Testament. He's a good man to follow. He finished his course, too. He didn't quit. They tried to kill him over and over and over, but he, he wouldn't die. Just say it with me. I don't kill. I don't die. Amen. I choose when I'm going to go. Just like Paul did. Just like Jesus did. You have that authority. Life and death are in the hand of your tongue. You can either speak yourself to death or speak yourself to life. You can either help someone or curse someone. Blessing and cursing are now in the power and the hand of your tongue. And Jesus said, well in the Old Testament, still is Jesus. He is the word. He said, blessing and cursing I present before you this day. And I will bless those who bless you, and I'll curse those who curse you. What are you doing? Are you blessing people or cursing people? Your words are powerful. You're either speaking others up into life like God himself, or casting others down. Your words are powerful. Amen. What are we saying about others? It says, for this reason, my body, people in my church, Christians, die prematurely and are sick and feeble, because they don't rightly discern the body of Christ. They speak against their members. They speak against each other. And they end up dying prematurely because of it. The Bible says, touch not my anointed. Anyone who does dies prematurely. I've seen it my whole life. People who speak against ministers who are anointed of God, they end up dying prematurely. It's just scripture. You don't ask that on anyone, but the Bible says, don't touch not my anointed ones. Don't lash at them with your tongue. Speak highly of each other. Build each other up. Have you noticed the world don't do that? Nope. <laughs> so someone's got to. Say, here am I. <laughs> That's me, amen? So Ephesians 4.11, are we all there? And he himself, God, Jesus himself, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints. Say, I'm a saint, I'm a sent one. For the equipping of the saints. Say, I'm equipped. For the work of ministry. Have you entered into your ministry yet? Have you entered into your work? For the work of ministry. Ministry means to serve. For the work of service. And Jesus promised you that the greatest of you shall be your servant. For the edifying, for for literally the building up of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity. Say unity. Unity Unity of the faith. That's the faith. So this word of faith needs to be preached to come to the unity of it. Amen? 
you got to know what it says on faith to come into one mind, one, one mind with each other. The mind of Christ. Till we all come. This is prophesied. It's going to happen. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That wasn't Jesus' last name. That word Christ there means the anointed one and his anointing. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Why? Because we know better. By the trickery of men. In the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Satan's always after the word. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things. Get that word grow. May grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. God needs you here today. You're special to God. You're a joint who has a supply that nobody else has. Amen. We're the body of Christ. We're not the limb of Christ. We're the body of Christ. We're one body. Amen. We're knit together. By what every joint supplies. According to the effective working by which every part does its share. So you should know the portion and the share you have and be consistent and faithful to minister to others because others need your share, just like they need yours. Causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. For the building up of itself in love. Now go with me to Colossians 2, 16. Just flip a couple pages there to Colossians 2. Say with me, I have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of God is speaking to me. Amen. Colossians 2.16 So that no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or new moons or Sabbaths or keeping religious traditions and doctrines which are a shadow of things to come but the substance is of Christ. The substance is of Christ. Let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and the worship of angels. It says Satan himself even disguises himself as an angel of light. There's a lot of people who worship angels. There's the Catholic Church who worships angels and Mary. But where's the Son? I love Catholics. They're, they got a heart for God. And the Lord has placed me around a lot of Catholics. And I've led a lot of Catholics to the Lord by simply saying this. If I meet a Catholic, I say the same thing to each one of them. I ask them, did you ever say the prayer of salvation in the Catholic Church? And they always usually say, no, I haven't. And then I say, say this with me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. Now they're in heaven. This, it's so simple, the things of God. We complicate them with our carnal peanut brains. <laughs> it says the carnal, the reasoning mind, is enmity against God. Amen. You will never understand the word of the living God with a dying mind. Amen. Amen. You can only understand the word of the living God with a life-filled heart. The mind of Christ is in your heart, not your head. We have the mind of Christ. It's in our heart. We live from our hearts, not our heads. So you can have doubt in your head and faith in your heart, and your heart will win. I renew my mind with faith. Amen. Amen. Say, I have a bright mind. As statistics are, we only use 10% of it. They've proven that. That's 90% untapped. Come on. I can get there, amen? I can focus on Jesus so much that my mind is changed, that my mind is renewed. I can speak the word over my life to a place where my mind is changed, that I can think God's thoughts. It's renewable. I don't care what drugs you've taken. Taken those. You know, they say if you take LSD more than nine times, you are now clinically insane. I'm not insane. <laughs> You know that? I know a lot of 
former drug addicts who are now men of God, who have the mind of Christ and they're sharp as a tack. They're never late. They're always on time. They're focused. Drugs try to take your focus, but Christ will renew your mind to be tactful and diligent and a disciplined one, a disciple. Amen. So our mind is renewable. No matter how much weed you smoked in your life and killed off them brain cells, no matter how much alcohol you drank, am I the only one? <laughs> Was I the only one born into sin? No matter how much alcohol you've ever drunk and killed off your brain cells, your mind is still renewable. That's how well made it is. Say, I'm sharp. I'm focused. I'm as sharp as a tack. I can pierce through the lies of Satan. I know when they're trying to come in. I take every thought captive and cast down every vain imagination in my mind that tries to exalt itself against the Word of God, the knowledge of Christ. Amen. You gird up the loins of your mind with the truth of the Word of God. I make sure to put on my helmet of salvation share before I leave the house. And in this day and age, I make sure to tighten my chin strap. Because the devil is always trying to knock it out. You ain't saved. You, you know, you ain't saved. Look what you did. <laughs> that wasn't my thought. That was your thought. You're unsaved. You're dying. I live forever. Get behind me, Satan. Shut up. Boom. That's it. That's it. You chase the devil off with your words. Amen. You don't have authority over me. You died. The devil can only use people from your yesterday because he has no future. Amen. The devil's always trying to bring up your past because he has no future. He only has your past to deal with. Everyone know that? Notice that? When he tries to lead you in temptation, he'll give you a thought or a feeling of your past to try to bring it into your now. That's all he has to deal with. He's a dead spirit. He don't have a future. He's trying to put his death on you. I don't take death. I only take life. I only take things from heaven. Kenneth Hagin was famous at saying that. I only take things from heaven. Amen. Don't take it. It's junk. Amen. It's junk mail. Delete it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Does anyone go through their junk mail every day and just read all that and saturate? No, that's why there's a junk box. You send it the junk email and you push delete, right? Well, don't entertain his thoughts. That's just junk email. Amen. Don't en enhance, you know, engage your mind in that warfare. Mind of Christ. Helmet of salvation. I'm saved. You're not. You're dying. I'm alive. I win. <laughs> Praise God. If you don't shut up, I'm going to cast you that lake of fire early. Your lease is up. Amen. I love it. Isaiah is clear. God created Lucifer and he's going to destroy him. He's more powerful than that devil. And God, I got news. You're more powerful than him as well. He's a fallen minister who is supposed to serve you. Amen. And he's even fallen from that position, which is why he's under your feet. Yes. He doesn't even have the privilege to serve. Like our angels. Who enjoy their work. Who are really good at it. Satan, you suck. You're bad at it. Don't you know you're going to make the devil mad? Yeah, that's what I intend to do. Step on his head, amen? He ain't got no power over you. You were bought out, purchased forever, out of the kingdom of darkness and translated and transferred into the kingdom of the dear son of his love. Amen. A high above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every single name that's named. I said that before, Hillary Clinton was just a name. We trumped over that name. <laughs> the Lord's funny. Did you notice? If you get alone with Jesus, he should make you laugh. I love little children's reports who have taken up to heaven and then come back and tell their parents about their trip, Michaela. <laughs> they say one thing, and all these kids have one account. I've read them. I've looked into them. They have one account that remains the same. One thing stands out, and they all have the same report. When they saw Jesus in heaven, he was smiling and laughing. I love what God told Kenneth Copeland one year. He said, Kenneth, if it wasn't for the devil... I would never have a serious thought. If it wasn't for the thief, the adversary, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, I'd never have a serious thought. That knowledge of good and evil entered into man in the garden. Think how happy Adam and Eve were before that. Not even a concept of bad. Not even a head knowledge of evil. 
just God, who is good all the time. Paradise. Planted him in the most beautiful garden on earth. Just himself and them. That's paradise. And now we live on an open heaven. Jesus rented the heavens. The veil's been torn in two. You can receive anything you want from him in the throne room of God. We come boldly in through faith that we may attain grace in time of need. Through faith, by grace. Through faith, by grace. That's how it works. Through faith, by grace. You need healing in your body? It comes through faith, by grace. Through faith, by grace. Amen. Yeah. We're saved by grace. I don't have to do anything. What? What? You don't have to do anything. You count the word work in your Bible and get back to me. I'm saved by grace. I can have an affair now. What? And account the blood of Christ a curse? And walk on Him? You'd walk on your Savior? Who died for you already? You can extend your age of grace. You can sin your way out of it to where now you meet the judgment of God on earth. You'll meet the hand of God on earth against you now. Where's that being preached? The justice of God. The judgment of God. You can walk out of grace and into judgment. Amen? You can quicken up your age of grace on earth in which we live. I want to stay in His blessing. How about you? I want to stay in under His grace, His favor. How about you? I keep myself. This book is right living. That's why I was always attracted to men of faith. The word of faith which we preach. Because I saw those preachers living right. I saw a lot of charismatic preachers not living right. Stealing people's money. In affairs. In adultery. They didn't have right living. Until I got around men of God, men of faith, who preach the word of faith. And I noticed and took notice that their lives are right. They live correctly. They're actually preaching what they're doing. They're (coughs) preaching what they're living. Paul said, this is the word of faith which we speak. Amen. Amen. I've seen them. The Lord's placed me around some ministers. It's been amazing. I feel like Forrest Gump. You're just in the right place at the right time. When we started this ministry and I was winning souls on the street in Elisa Viejo, I would just go out. We didn't have money for Christmas gifts for the kids. Because I was just giving my life to the ministry. Hey, I'm called. This is full-time ministry. I'll devote a year and a half to the Word. (laughs) She made it. I said, she's a keeper. (laughs) Now we have stuff and she's still here. (laughs) We made it, amen? When we couldn't afford diapers, diapers came in the mail. When we couldn't afford formula, formula samples came in the mail. God provided every need. I want 300 souls to the Lord just in Elisa Viejo in Irvine. Just one-on-one street evangelism. One time I was in Elisa Viejo at a Buffalo Wild Wings and the man was doing construction on it. This was around Christmas time. He said, what are you doing here? I said, I'm sharing Jesus. What are you doing? He said, I'm working on Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm a construction worker. I'm a contractor. Come with me. He got me get in his truck. He drove me to Chase Bank, withdrew $300 and handed it into my hand. He said, that's for doing the work of God. <laughs> 300 bucks paid for our Christmas gifts. Amen. Never despise the day of small beginnings. Though you be small, you're strong. <laughs> God always uses a remnant to change the world. Just use 12 people to change the whole world and turn it right side up. Amen. Those things mark you. When I was struggling, Lord, am I really in the right place? I went to Barnes & Noble in Newport Beach, Fashion Island. And I just wanted to walk around the books, just clear my mind, you know. But, you know, I like to shopping frees my mind. Freed Benny Hinn's mind, too. Love to shop. Just freed his mind from the stress, the ministry, whatever. And so I went to to Barnes & Noble and I walk in questioning God, Lord, am I called to be a pastor? Is this really what you have for me? I walk in. I come face to face with Joel Osteen. 
and Phil Munsey, who trains pastors. And I shook both of their hands. <laughs> and the Lord confirmed me. And I asked him, I said, what's one thing, Joel Osteen, face to face, just me and him and Phil Munsey, just us three in the bookstore. He just happened to be in Newport signing books tomorrow for his new book that came out. I said, what's one thing that you can give me as advice as a pastor? And Joel Osteen told me, always be yourself. Never change your message. Just be true to yourself. I took that. I grew up under Rick Warren. I took leadership and humility from him. God placed me around Art Aragon. I've taken humility and honor from him. He's placed me around these men because I know I'm special. He's proven that to me. And he's given it to me to give to you. You're special. You're called. You're chosen. You're anointed of God. You're God's beloved. Amen? Amen. Nothing happens in vain. God confirms everything with signs following. You should be confirmed. Like Pastor Art said, someone else should know you're called, but other than you. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> Praise God. I know I'm called. He's confirmed it over and over again. Amen? I sensed his presence for the first time in Las Vegas, drinking a grape soda at the Tropicana at age five years old. From the mini fridge. <laughs> we went on a trip with Chariots of Light just the other day. Went shooting just the other day. And uh, Pastor Carlos Martinez, Chariot of Light, father in the faith. He's spoken here before. Man of God. Amen. He said, uh, I didn't know he watched our, my videos every week. So, Pastor, I am, he's my senior. I humble myself. I, I, and he, if he's going to talk, here am I. I'm just waiting. I don't say a word. Just soak it all in. Amen. Submit it. And he said, you know, I watch you every week. You know why I watch you? Your face. He said, your face. Your smile. You're just so joyful. I said, I know. God gave me the ministry of joy. I can't help myself. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. I know that. I won't let Satan steal it. It's part of my ministry. He can't have it. I'll always be joyful. Mark my words. I won't let him have that. <laughs> and I wanted to tell him, you know, when I was age five, at a Tropicana, my parents took me to Las Vegas for a vacation. And the clerk looked down to me, and she said, Boy, I sure do like your face, and upgraded us to a suite. I said, I know, it's my face. The Lord told me that when I was five. Praise God. I didn't make myself. I didn't choose this face. He gave me this face. He gave my wife her chiclet teeth. He gave everyone uniquely as you were created to be. Amen. Every year, you're in the front row. I can't help it. <laughs> oh, not coming next week. Oh yes. Okay, back to the word. Is everyone getting something from this message? You're called. You're chosen. You're loved. You're blessed. Amen. He's called me to you. Don't leave me. I'll never leave you. Amen. Colossians 2.16, where did we leave off? <laughs> Eat what you want. That's a message. Feel free. <laughs> Let no one judge you in, in food and in drink. Let no one cheat you of your word, taking light and false humility, the worship of angels. That's where it was. Intruding into the... Well, that was a long rabbit path as well. Wasn't it? I left off right there. Remember the Catholic thing? That, that feels like an hour ago. Intruding into those things. <laughs> Intruding into those things which he has not seen. People worship what they don't know. This is the Greeks' problem. Ugh, I hate it. People, what sign are you? Jesus. The cross. I don't give them a sign. I ain't Greek, man. Neither are you. You're American. Why are you asking my sign? What zodiac? Where, where are you from? I don't even live in Alaska. I'm not even anywhere near the zodiac. What? Intruding into those things which they have not seen. This is what idols are. They make something they can see out of something they can't. But we've met Jesus face to face. Haven't you? You don't have a relationship without meeting someone. If you've never met Jesus face to face, I encourage you to call on him. He'll show himself strong to you and meet you. He's a personal savior. If you were the only one on earth, he would have died just for you. Only he can set you free. He'll run with you forever. He'll be with you forever. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Men will, but I never will. I'm not a man that I can lie. 
I love him. How about you? He'll never leave you. You'll always have Jesus in your boat. Praise God for preservation. Me and Clarissa were talking about that the other day. How the Lord just preserved us through all we went through in the world. You know, all the bad friends, all the bad parties, all the Mexico runs for drugs to sell them at school. I don't think Mom and Dad knew that. Dang it. <laughs> the past is past is one thing I do. I forget those things I turn behind and press forward. Surprise the high call of God. Everyone had a past. Don't let the devil bring it into your future. That wasn't you. That was him. You're you. Be you. Be all the you you can be. The world needs you. Amen forever. Intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up in his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head Jesus, from whom all the body, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, that's us, grows with the increase that is from God. Grows with the increase that is from God. And go with me now to Philippians. These are all Paul, and we're wrapping up. Philippians. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. General Electric Power Company. Got it, Pastor Art. <laughs> Amen. Yes, I can say that. <laughs> I have the pulpit now, Pastor Art. <laughs> uh, you know, he said that it was a two-year waiting period, that he was checking me out for two years, but I as well was checking him out for two years. <laughs> Touche. And I wouldn't just get ordained under anyone. Since we started the ministry, I prayed, Lord, who do you want me to be ordained under? For five years, I waited. And then Pastor Art came along. I met him at Raging Wilson's Church down in Marietta in the Jesse DePlanis meeting. He was the only pastor that reached out and grabbed me. I noticed that about him. It struck me. He's still involved in outreach, bringing people in. After all these years, over 43 years of pastoring and ministry, he's still reaching out to bring people in. That's the heart of the ministry. If we're not reaching out, who are we? You know? And he said, take my number. Call me. It's a man of God. He used to own the forum in Anaheim and have thousands of members. Take my number. Call me. I'll be here for you. For two years, I would call him, ask him questions. And then I asked him finally, I said, this is, I asked my wife, Clarissa, I said, what do you think about me getting ordained under Pastor Art? He just said, yes. I said, yes, I know. It's true. And then we took them out to dinner. <laughs> we went to an Italian place. And then he asked me some questions and asked us questions about ordination. And then he said, okay, it's done. So I'm under Pastor Art Aragon, amen, with Heritage Family Fellowship, the first Word of Faith church in Orange County. I love him. I said this before, I never met integrity until I met Pastor Art Aragon. When I would leave my family and grow and saturate myself in the Word of God as conventions in Texas, leave my family to grow, to grow myself, to become a better man, a better husband, a better father. He was there at a convention, reached out, gave me a hug, welcomed me. You know, a touch can go a long way when you need it. An embrace can really go a long way when you need it. It's as good as a word in due season. How sweet it is. You're comforted. Isn't he the comforter? We should be hugging everyone. Are you cold here? Come on. Let me give you a blanket. His name's the Holy Spirit. He comes through Jesus. Amen forever. Praise God forever. Help me again. Where did I leave off? I thought this huge Bible would help me. Arthur, do you see the print on this Bible? Arthur can read it from the back row. Bible's huge, man. Amazon lied to me. <laughs> I thought it was a pocket Bible. I got the Ten Commandments here. Written on stone, man. I can't miss a word here, but still, I'm... Come on, Lord, help. <laughs> we finished up in Colossians. We were going to Philippians 1. Thank you. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. So just back up one book there. <laughs> Is everyone getting something from this? Praise Jesus forever. He's alive. He ain't dead. Those idols, those other gods, they're all dead. You know, no one calls on the name of Buddha in a plane crash. Have you noticed? If you listen to any black boxes, Buddha! No! Sinner, heathen, might they all say, Jesus, save us. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord, they know it's their ticket in. It's just sad that most of them wait till they're deathbed to call on them. But how long-suffering is God? You know, I've led many on their deathbeds to the Lord. 
They're in heaven now. He's long-suffering. Remember that verse here? 70 times 7? How many times should I forgive those who sin against me? 70 times 7 a day, he said. Which means you can't exhaust my grace and forgiveness. Just tap into me and I'll tap into you. Praise God forever. Philippians 1, chapter 2, or sorry, verse 2. Grace to you. Grace to you. I love how Paul starts his messages, his letters. And peace, shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying, I'm in agreement. The Holy Spirit's in agreement. God the Father's in agreement. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself are in agreement. That's four. That's a cord of four strands that's not easily broken. That you have grace come to you today and peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing broken, nothing missing in your bank account. Nothing broken, nothing missing in your body, in your relationships, in your family, in your house. If you receive the word, it will change your circumstance. Nothing missing, nothing broken to you. Grace to you today and peace. The world will be coming here for peace. Because it's the only place they can find it. He's the peace of resistance. The church of the living God. God's greatest work. Amen. Did I say that right? She speaks French, you know. Hi, Samuel. Staring a hole in my head. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Listen to Paul's dear words here to his partners. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always. Say always. always. In every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. Not sorrow, not depression, not despondency, not doubt, not unbelief. Joy. I come to the Father in joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Do not give up on yourself. Do not cut your life short. Let God complete it. Amen. The day of Jesus Christ, just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, the good news, you all are partakers with me of grace. And I like to say it in a New Jersey accent, I'm a politaker. Or a southern accent. I'm a southern draw. I'm a politaker. That's a politaker. Hey, if Paul took it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to follow him. I'm a politaker. Amen? <laughs> you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, Paul's prayer for us, the church, that your love may abound still more and more, even as the world gets colder and colder, less and less. Your love for others should still abound more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ in which He comes again to snatch you up and take you with Himself into paradise forever. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ to the praise and the glory of God. Amen. Without offense. You can't watch the world's news and live in love. It's impossible. It will plant fear in you, and it will plant offense in you. Those are the two, number two tactics of the devil. Fear and offense. If I can get them in fear, they'll leave the faith. If I can get them in offense, they'll leave the church. Now the devil's got you. You're on your own? You're not gathering together and you call yourself a Christian? You're not. You're isolated. You're not a Christian anymore. You're prey. If the devil can split you from the pack, we're herd animals. <laughs> we run in a pack. The Bible calls us sheep. Ah! We're all sheep. Pastors are sheep under the great shepherd. Amen. But he knows if he can isolate one, a wolf, from the pack, he can devour them. But they don't attack the whole pack because we outnumber them. We outnumber them three to one. Only a third of the angels fell. Remember that? That means we have two-thirds on our side. The devil don't want you to know that. Social media doesn't want you to know that there's more supporters of Trump than Joe Biden. They don't want you to know that you're the majority. With a few people controlling the media. When they're actually the minority. Remember how we won? 
against all odds over Hillary Clinton, oh, that would have been bad for this nation. That would have ended things pretty fast. Well, we were jamming when President Trump was in office. More Bible prophecy was fulfilled by that president than any other president in history. Amen. Amen. So let's just vote him back and continue where we left off. Again, we're long-suffering. We can wait with patience and endure until the day approaches. Amen. But in the end, we win. The Lord will never allow the devil to have the last word. We're going in with a bang. Just like things were created with a bang. Light be! Light was. That's it. Jesus be. Jesus is. Here he comes. <laughs> we're going out with a bang. There's going to be the most mighty move of God that the world's ever seen to wrap this thing up. Amen. We're going to take over. I said it before. We're not taking sides. We're taking over. Amen. I remember Pastor Rick Warren when Obama was inaugurated. They put a mic in his, in his face. And he said, which are you, left wing or right wing? He said, I like the whole bird. <laughs> you got to be quick. Wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. They'll try to trap you with your words just like they try to trap Jesus with his. Amen. Can we go to one more? 1 Corinthians 3. This is a buffet today, a buffet of the words. Just keep eating. <laughs> Stuff yourself on Sunday so you don't have to eat during the week. <laughs> Just kidding. You have to eat every day. You can't live on yesterday's potatoes. Have you noticed that? You can't live every day of your life without a fresh dose of the word. You need it every day. Just like your body needs food every day. Amen. Is everyone at 1 Corinthians? Okay. It's a firm foundation I want to lay this morning. 1 Corinthians 3, 5. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos but ministers, servants, ministers and servants, through whom you believed? As the Lord gave to each one, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. See, I sow seed, I water my seed, I thank God for my harvest when it comes to money. I tithe, I give offerings, I sow seed, I water that seed with praise. Thank you, Lord, for my harvest, my harvest is on my way. I call in my harvest every day, Michaela. I say, harvest, come to me now. All grace abounds to me. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just and transferred to me today. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All grace abounds to me. You have to speak the word to see the word. Just like the prophets did to see Jesus. But God gave the increase. God brings the increase. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Hey, there's that word work in the Bible. For we are God's fellow, what? Workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and others built upon it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. The spirit of Antichrist will try to seduce God's people in the last days to undo all that Christ already did. Miracles have passed away. No, the book of Acts is still going with us. Jesus died for my sickness. I'm interceding for someone. I took their sickness upon me. No, no. Jesus took their sickness upon him. You don't have to. You don't have to suffer. He sets you free. He's your Savior. You're not supposed to suffer through life. You're supposed to thrive through life. You have to interpret the whole Bible through John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come so that you might have life and life in full. Anything that comes to take your life is not of God. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. There's a lot of exposure going on, right? A lot of work's being exposed, right? For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work which is burned Work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, 
and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Where? Say in me. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. That goes for the whole church as well. You know when he talks about wolves among the sheep? That's not amongst the pastors. That's among the congregation. It's congregation members who pull sheep aside, teaching them strange doctrine so that they leave the pack so they can devour them. Amen. That's good preaching, Brother Eda. <laughs> if anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. That's harsh. That's true. For the temple of God is holy. Can't allow sin in the temple. Can't tolerate sin in the temple. Can't have a revival with sin in your midst. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no one deceive himself. That's self-deceit. That's the worst kind of deception. Self-deception. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool, that he may become wise. You think you know everything? Paul says you don't know anything as you should. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Say, all things are mine. Whether Paul or Paulos or Cephas or the word of, or life or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours and you are Christ and Christ is God's. I told you that was the last one. Paul did it. I can too. Acts 16.5. This will be the last. <laughs> you just want to make a note on that if you're reading through Paul's letters, how many times he said finally and then gave a whole nother sermon. So I'm in good company. Finally, my brethren. <laughs> yeah. God can speak forever. I love it again. God told Kenneth Copeland one time. He said, Kenneth, I can speak to you a, a new word every second and never say the same word twice. That's how big he is. That's how huge God is. Acts 16.5. Hallelujah. So the churches were strengthened in the faith. How does strength come through faith? Through the Word of God. The churches were strengthened in the faith. A weak church is not preaching the Word. A weak church may be built on the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. It's going to fall one day. The church was strengthened in the faith. That's the Word of God. You can only build Christ's church on the Word Himself. Any other foundation will crack and falter. And sad to say, the people standing on that platform will fall as well with it. You can only build a church on the Word. He is the Word Himself. So the church was strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Why did they increase? Because all the members were strengthened in faith. What's the key to increase? Faith. Faith is the key to increase. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Did everyone get something from this message? I know I did. I just preached myself full. Amen? Praise God forever. Gotta love a good Sunday buffet. Defeats Golden Corral. Defeats Sizzler. Right? Amen. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the Word of faith. Thank you for the word of the living God that changes our lives forever. We plant it, we heed to it, we receive it in the precious name of Jesus, and we're better because of it. Thank you for right living words that only come from you, that change us from the inside out. We give you all the praises for integrity and character development that you gave us through your word, the living word of God. Father, I just ask that everyone in the sound of my voice being prompted here by the Holy Ghost. I don't even know the next word what he wants me to say right now. But everyone under the sound of my voice heeds this message, heeds this word, and receives it deep into their spirit. And some will produce fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. We just call that harvest back to them now in Jesus' name. I stand with them in agreement of your word that they reap harvest because they showed up here today. Any money it, take, it took to fill their tank to get to church, you will replenish because you're the miracle worker, their provider, their multiplier. 
I thank you, Lord, for going above and beyond any gas money they spent to get to church today to hear your word. I thank you for supernatural provision for houses, buildings, assets to grow their businesses with, to grow their families with. We thank you, Lord, for supernatural growth and development that comes at the hearing and the receiving of the word of the living God. Thank you, Father, for supernatural signs and wonders at the preaching of your word, for miracle signs and wonders that are taking place right now as they sit and as they leave this place. We give you praises that the word is working on their behalf, that it will continue working all this week until we meet again to refresh ourselves in it. We give you all the praises and the glory for every single blessing, every single seed you've given us to sow with, so that we may live by the harvest. We thank you, Father, for every blessing. We count them, we lift them up to you, and just say thank you. We give you praise today for every breath, every human life, created in your image and likeness. We bless our government. We bless our nation in Jesus' name. Thank you for knocking down the wrong ones and putting the right leaders in. I thank you for shifting leadership in this age and this day. Thank you for right leaders who live what they say, men and women of integrity. And again, as you prophesied, the year of the Republican woman. <laughs> I firmly believe God is raising up an Esther in the, our midst and she may be the last president we have before Jesus comes. Thank you for doing that, Father. Your ways are simple. Your ways are straight. And you have methods of doing things. You never change. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for blessing this nation that we're free to meet today in the faith. Thank you, Lord, for this land of abundance. And I just call the wealth of the sinner to transfer to the just today in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for giving us ideas to extract the wealth of the wicked, the wealth of the world, into the church to spread your kingdom on earth with. I give you praises for entrepreneurs who are listening to this message. I thank you for quickening them new business ideas, new growth and development that will take them higher and higher and higher as they lift you higher and higher. We give you all the praises for he who is faithful with little will be made ruler over much. I speak that over them today. That anointing of increase over them. That they may receive that today. Thank you, Jesus. Bless them. Bless them. I was going to call people forward to lay hands. But if this is you too, and if you're online, you just take your healing now. If anyone's had issues in the lungs or tight breathing, if you've ever needed an inhaler, if you've ever had asthma or bronchitis, pneumonia, COVID, anything in the lungs that would restrict the breath of life that's in you, just lay your hand on your chest in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we take authority over our lungs in the name of Jesus. I speak new breath, new life, new lungs, new pink tissue into the lungs in Jesus' name. We bind you, Satan, from trying to steal their breath of life. God is still breathing and he'll never stop. Breathing new life, new health into them right now this moment thank you lord for restoring the lungs the navel cavities the sinuses just take a deep breath and keep on deep breathing deep until i finish father thank you for that breath of life that's in this place that the atmosphere is ripe fresh and ready to receive new breath you're here holy spirit we breathe you in afresh No disease can come near your dwelling. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Thank you for new breath in the lungs. Powerful voice to rebuke the devil with. No mask needed. Give you all the glory, all the praises. Thank you for your healing touch that's here because you're here. Thank you, Jesus. Just say this with me with your eyes closed. I receive my healing. Fresh. I take it. It's mine. He died to give it to me. I receive what you did, Jesus. I'm not against you. I receive you. Amen. Amen.
Well, we'd like to take up our, our offering, and this is an act of worship as well. Amen? Father, we thank you for every blessing you've bestowed on us. I thank you, Lord, for more to give with, more to bless others with, more to bless our families with, more to spread the gospel with. I thank you, Lord, that every seed sown into this ministry comes back to the giver 30, 60, and 100-fold as your word promised, and that we can't outgive you. Thank you. <laughs> Man, we have sown some big seeds, and God has always proven himself stronger and bigger than us. Thank you, Father. I just give you all the praises, and I call in our harvest in the precious name of Jesus. I thank you for miraculous signs and wonders in the financial sphere and realm right now. This week, the promotions come, new jobs come, the best of their lives is ahead of them. And I call it into their possession now, for faith is now. Thank you, Father, for doing it. Thank you for blessing them exceedingly abundantly above all they can ask or think. As they sow little seeds, big seeds, financial seeds of any kind, I thank you, Lord, that you're watching it, taking and observing it, and blessing them back more than what they gave. In Jesus' precious name, because you are the multiplier. If you'd like to sow the ministry, you can give online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. There's a giving link there. Or you can text Word at the Ranch to number 44321 and set up reoccurring giving there. Just pray about partnering with us. Amen. We're believing for our building this year. We're believing for a lot this year. And Prophet Aragon has given us the word that this is the year of your harvest. What you're believing for is coming to pass. Don't stop believing. If I had a band, we'd sing that song right now. <laughs> Don't stop believing. And I changed the words. Don't hold on to that feeling. Hold on to that knowing. Amen. Faith is a knowing. We love you guys. Did someone get something from this message? Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting each other. Thank you for supporting God on earth. And believe with us for our new building so we can have weeknight meetings as well, worship and prayer nights. We need worship and prayer nights, Chair. We need nights of prayer for this nation. Amen? And I just like the nighttime to pray. How about you? I like lighting, you know, at night. I've always been one for exterior illumination. I walk into a house and make sure the lights are right, you know. We do dinner parties together, me and Michaela, for our business. And if the lighting's not right, it just sucks. You know, it's like these, these fluorescent lights. Ugh. Like Joe burst the volcano, I could feel them sucking the juice out of my eyeball. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> but amen. Jesus is the light of this world. We love you guys. Thanks for coming. Be blessed. Amen.